This show is brought to you by Made by Super. Hiring a design studio is more necessary than you think. Your brand is important, and how it's represented shouldn't be phoned in. Whether it's your logo, website, messaging, online ads, environment, graphic design, or social media, you need professionals, thinkers, advocates for your brand, people that will make you look good. It will make a difference. Trust me. Go to madebysuper.com and hire great designers to get to work for you on your brand. Also brought to you by Age Old Trade Design, LA's premier hospitality design firm. Hi, you guys. Um, so many exciting things. First of all, today's guest is just so fun to listen to. Um, our guest today is Zach- Zachary Levi. He and I did a pilot together years ago. Uh, he played my husband. Or I played his wife. Um, and he has so much wisdom that he has gathered over so many years of um you know, seeking and exploration and, you know, education. He's a super spiritual dude um, and super smart dude, so articulate. And I think that this episode is one that is really thrilling to listen to because he is so energetic um, and has gone on quite a journey in in the last many years. And he's just really astute and has a lot of very strong opinions that are beautiful, stunning opinions and um, ones that I think we can all take a lot from in our lives, like every day, and um, certainly things that we can chew on uh, for quite a while. I think it's really exciting what he has to say, and I think this episode is really fun to listen to. It was certainly fun to record. Um, in fact, Zach and Hanami and I and uh, Jim, my husband, we all talked for, I don't know, four hours after we stopped recording this episode. So uh, we this episode could have been a six hour episode, but it was not. We spared you that. But you do get a solid like chunk of time with Zachary Levi, which is so wonderful. Um you, I mean, you know who he is, but Jack, Zach just starred as Shazam in the DC Universe film Shazam. Uh, before that, you probably knew him as Chuck from the long-running and critically acclaimed series Chuck, or you may know him as Fandral from the Thor movies Thor The Dark World or Thor Ragnarok, or you may know him as the lead in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, or maybe as the voice of Flynn in the Tangled movies. And like in the impossible event that you don't recognize him from any of those things, you've probably seen him on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or Curb Your Enthusiasm or Heroes Reborn or Less Than Perfect, which was ages ago, um, but a great show. And along with all of that on-screen work, um, and by the way, off-screen work, he's been the voice of so, so, so many animated characters. Um, Zach also has starred on Broadway in the musical's first date, and then more recently in the revival of She Loves Me, for which he received a Tony nomination for Best Actor. Um Finally, I want to tell you guys, this is going to be our season finale. Uh, This is going to be the close of season one of Acting Real with Kat Foster. Um, I have had the best time this season. This This podcast is honestly, truly, recording these episodes has been the highlight of all of my weeks. Um... I am so, so grateful that you've been listening and so, so grateful that you've been learning. And I mean, the feedback I've gotten really, really, really moves me. So many people have gotten so much from listening to the show. And this show has really helped people move through some dark, dark times. Um, And 
I just I can't thank you enough for that feedback and um and and I can't thank my guests enough for being on the show and for for going there with me having these really real profound conversations being so vulnerable and open um and it's all in service of you know hopefully uh making our listeners lives a little bit brighter a little more inspiring um and a little bit easier because that's I think what we're all you know we want to live better we want to feel better we want to do better um and I I think that this show is really working in service of that and I know that all of our guests are working in service of that and it's just been a great experience overall and we are going to come back so so strong for season two you have no idea I have incredible guests already lined up and um so, you know, stay tuned and please review the show if you haven't already rate the show if you haven't already subscribe if you haven't already spread the word. All of these episodes, these 27 episodes are up and alive on the internet. You can listen to them. Anyone can listen to them, forward them, comment on them, do all of the things on them. Um, it's just going to help us build more of an audience for season two. And it means so much to us. It really does. I know I say that, but I really, really mean it. Um, to hear your feedback and to see that people are listening and to see our audience growing. It's a really big deal to us and it's very moving and exciting. Um, what else? I think that's it. All right. Enjoy you guys. This is a great episode. I can't wait for you to hear it and have a nice break. I love you. we were I want to start with the combo we were having upstairs okay because like I said like how is it you're hosting the MTV Music Awards movie awards movie MTV, and yeah movie and movie, TV movie, awards and TV awards mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yes that's happening on whatever soon. it used to be two shows <laughs> I think and now they've made it into you're, one for a while now right right okay mm-hmm. and you're here um, you're also nominated I am nominated yes I'm nominated so for um, best hero and for um <laughs> Best comedic performance. Oh my god! Both Shazam. You deserve both. Okay. Thank you. Although I didn't see the movie. That's no, okay. Well, then how would you know if I? Because I, I just <laughs> know you. Like a thousand percent, you should win those awards. Also, like they have you host, and then they don't give you the. Of course, they're gonna. You have to win. Uh, no. no. Also, I don't. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't. No, I you wouldn't. Right. You I don't, don't want, want them to do any win favors. anything that I have of not. Of course, of course. Fully but, earned. But do you think that like they would be like, let's get Zach to host? Ooh, but we're not giving him the award. Is that weird? I don't know. I mean, I I, I think that. I mean, it's, look, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in the the, the, the psyches or, or the deci- No, it's not stupid at all. I, it just feels like you should win. No, well, like I don't think so. I think I I think uh, me being able to go and do that is yeah. just hopefully gonna be the win look if i don't win yeah. no like legit like you know i just get a get i have an, i get another opportunity to do the thing that i genuinely love to do which is to entertain people yes as a host hopefully you're doing your job whatever you're hosting i mean whether it's a fucking party or a award show yeah. you're, i like hosting people i like okay, bringing so me, joy so to people last night or last night no not last night 
We, about I last see night. You last night. <laughs> Upstairs is what I remember. <laughs> upstairs, you sort of, I, I said, like, <laughs> how's your it mind, going? Upstairs was and last, last night. night. <laughs> I don't, it does see. You're only like a couple of sips into your tequila, this, too. I'm such a lightweight. Is this we the just first did, show you've ever had booze on? This is the first show we've had booze hey. on. What is it? Night taping. <laughs> We are taping. Oh it is night outside, and it oh we're, and we're and we're drinking tequila because I lo- it's I, night. I love slash hate slash love the fact that it's me who gets you know to be so the good. first person drinking booze on I your podcast. I love it. By the way, we should always offer. I mean, usually we I record mean, I, at noon. Yeah, sure. But why not? We should why offer not? people mimosas. Have a little nooner. Yeah. Have a fucking Aperol <laughs> spritz. What's we <laughs> always have snacks. You're the first guest that the, guest that gets like charcuterie. Pretty, yeah. Oh yeah, cheese. it's like a, but the, for, uh, for all of you listening at home what you're missing is a really great cheese and meat platter with some walnuts some almonds yeah those these great little crispy crackery Mm -hmm. things that look like miniature loaves of bread all sliced into crackers and they got all the things Mm -hmm. there's like flax in there i don't Mm -hmm. know you wouldn't think that would taste good but that actually really tastes good there's like little raisins in Uh yep oh nice that's what it sounds like when you eat it that'll give people a nice visual of what they look like the sound it's like that what we're doing right now is basically like what is it ASMR? Is that what it's called? Oh, what have you ever seen that? For yeah, what oh is my that god, it's so crazy. Nami knows. She'll it's us. all like, it's basically like yeah. tapping acrylic nails on plastic. Yeah, it's like the type of sounds like something sensory. That's like soothing. It, totally, it's like a soothing yeah. sensory thing that we get out of certain tones and like it's all a lot of it's really whispered what and is stuff. It, yeah. That's incredible. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Whoa. Sure, that's what I was going to call it. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely thought that first A was autonomous. But yeah, that's what my chewing, I feel like that's what my chewing is. There's somebody out there who's really appreciating it, and most of the people are like, would you just stop talking with your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no one's like that. No. Everyone just is hanging on your every word. Oh, um, yeah, right. As am I. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, so some, for some reason, the tequila tasting, which we just had a casual tequila tasting <laughs> Stairs, um felt like last night but it wasn't it, it wasn't was in fact night. just it like 10 tonight. minutes ago yeah. <laughs> um but you were saying that something about being present that like that mm. like when you're facing a live performance mm. um you because I, I think i asked like how is it going you know well, how think, do you feel about it yeah i think or, or i thought you might have asked are you excited yeah maybe. which which I mean, that's typically what people keep asking me. Or, uh, the, or the other question is, are you nervous? Right. But the truth is, I feel like both of them come from the same place, which is thinking about the thing. And your level of confidence either <laughs> allows you to be excited about it or right. makes you start feeling nervous about it. Right. And knowing full well the... the, the um, Stakes. Uh, this, no, no, no. I was going to say, knowing full well the, the cauldron of... Yes. <laughs> of mental storms yeah. that is my head, like the way that I think and the way I've always thought. And like I was kind of mentioning earlier, like going through therapy and learning about myself and all that. It's like, oh, okay. Well, there's certain things that I can do and not do that will trigger some of those insecurities in me or overthinking things. Because I, I am, uh, I am, if there's like some people that are like, like uh, I've heard it broken down this way before, but like there's some people that are, um, very uh, like heart led. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of the Enneagram before? Oh yeah. Oh okay. There you go. What so, are you? What uh, number are you? Seven. What? Seven. Okay. Show the world, all the boys and girls. 
tell we'll me what the seven is, but tell me what the seven is again this, well in the, is the adventure no, no it's the um the uh, enthusiast the enthusiast mm-hmm. okay yeah, 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 yeah. okay we'll get into all that oh my god i love you it you default lo- you default to eight probably right no no i think i'm a you mean my wing yeah you're no wing. i think i'm a plum six. seven honestly oh, i don't because okay. i don't i have i share both sixty and eight stuff okay. in that regard Okay. I, can, we, I can't wait. Well, yeah. we're going to talk about okay, all this. Okay, great. Okay. But anyway, point is, and you would know this from the Enneagram, there's the concept or the idea that uh, the, the different triads. So three of those numbers are going to be much more uh, head, yeah. uh, like uh, cerebral. Three of them are going to be much more heart-driven uh-huh. and led, and three will be much more gut-driven and led. Uh-huh. And sevens are, and even before I knew any of this stuff about myself, I have always been in my head. I've mm. always been... <laughs> thinking about the future and building things and like it's always always like trying to figure out the solutions to all the problems that are in the world and yeah. uh, or just making cool shit all the time and getting ahead of being ahead of the problem and having gone through therapy one of the things i learned about was oh yeah part of the reason why i've gotten i think very good at or why I've, i was i've been in my head for so so much of my life is because I had a mom who was a borderline personality mm. narcissist. Mm-hmm. And so the amount of prep work, I got as a kid, I didn't know this, I was doing this, mm-hmm. but I was literally thinking about like as many different eventualities as possible mm-hmm. so as to not be caught in the wrath of my mom should mm-hmm. her uh, 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 personality or feelings in that moment be not good. So you need to kind of always be ready for anything. And I think a lot of that also kind of just helped, you know, not helped, but certainly um, helped is the wrong word, but it it was a part of creating a lot of that like super mental focus. Yeah, you had to be vigilant. Very vigilant. And and always thinking about, you know, like outcomes. And But then that would also get me thinking about just, I don't know, the future. And also I loved like books like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw this book, but this book called um, The Way Things Work. It was a book, it was like an illustrated book about like all these different inventions and things. And it was a, like there uh, there was a cartoon eventually of it too. And it was like a woolly mammoth and his family. <laughs> I don't know. And they were all doing the inventions. <laughs> it was very strange. But he was kind of like the little dri- drawn mascot, illustrated mascot throughout the book. Yeah. And it wasn't really, a, it, you know, it was kind of a book for kids, I guess. But, yeah. but it was really well, like it was in depth and it showed you a lot of like it broke down a lot of things like this is how this works this is how a combustion engine works and i remember being oh my god what is this this is all the you know i mean little fragment of what our our world is but i couldn't get enough of understanding why and always wanted to know why and that i think all tied into you know also probably like when you really can understand something that's very concrete like how it like it feels like you have some control over the concrete tangibleness whereas like of course like with the emotionality of a parent you have no fucking like why 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 you don't know but this way you know and dying for rules like dying for whatever like give me how boundaries whatever this however this reality works just tell me like what do we do and what don't we do but with that kind of a mom it was like it just depended on the mood and the time really of day and understand. stuff. It was kind of nutty. But so all that to say, <laughs> the long way of getting around to, I have a crazy overactive mind. I've yes. always had a crazy overactive mind. Yeah. And so I have found, uh, I mean, look, being present and practicing being present, mm-hmm. anyone can tell you is one of the best things you can do in your mm-hmm. life. It particularly helps me when I'm coming up to something like I am uh, this weekend where I'm going to go host the MTV 
uh, movie and TV awards and knowing that the stakes and knowing all that stuff and like the people that will be there and the people that will be watching at home and, and then me and then I start thinking about like, uh, are people going to think it's good like I don't know like sure. I don't even do I even deserve to be on the yeah. stage like I, I mean I just did a superhero movie and that's great yeah. but I'm not The Rock I'm not plenty of other like massive massive stars and I don't know like all the things all, all the, the insecurity things. all that stuff starts coming up and it's like just shut the fuck up, Zach. Like I gotta tell my, I gotta tell yeah. my mind to just say, hey, nah, we're not gonna go there. So we're how just... do you do it? What are your practices? Prayer, lots of prayer. Yeah, yeah. And so when you pray, do you? I mean, do you say like, dear God? Do you get on your knees? Do you just pray in your mind? Do you speak, speak out loud? Do I, you write? It, it honestly, it. Uh, I believe I believe that prayer ultimately is communing with God. And mm-hmm. so I think that you can pray in a number of different ways. I think all of those ways might also work differently too. Mm-hmm. Meaning when you're just like, there's sometimes I'll be just in, in the middle of the day, you know, yeah. I'm sitting somewhere waiting, you know, I don't know, in an airport terminal or you're sitting at your desk or whatever it is. And yeah. you just start having some feeling or, mm-hmm. you know, particularly something that just, just like maybe anxiety or something mm-hmm. like that creeps up and you go, Okay, I feel this. You get, you know, part of that's accepting that you are feeling it. Yes. Like a lot of people, and I didn't know that before therapy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that because you're always trying to push, push it away. Feelings away. You're, you're yeah. like, I don't want to feel that. Right. So I'll go and distract. I'll go. Right. And, but it's so important to go, oh, this sucks. But what? But I'm not going to try and push it away. I'm going to try right. and understand it. I'm going to try right. and understand why am I feeling anxious right now? Right. Is it because I'm in an environment that is scaring me? Is it because uh, that, you know, or the, the, that's reminding me of something that is triggering something because trauma is fucking real yeah. and the way that it affects our brains is fucking real. And we yeah. have to, and it's so cool that we're finally understanding a lot of this stuff and yeah. the whole world of mental health, which by the way, I will not stop. <laughs> like this whole thing will end up being about that. That's probably. all I ever want to talk about. I know it's the best, it's right? The best oh, thing girl. Ever. Oh man, we got so much to get <laughs> into. So, um, so, uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, you were just saying you were like, if you were about prayer, so like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I'll, sometimes I'll just be there and I'll be like, God, uh, I, either audibly or not. I just see my head like, uh, I, I'm help me understand this. Mm. H- help me to help me to not run from this. Help me to understand it. Guide me through this. Mm-hmm. Let, you know, help me to take your hand and trust you through whatever this feeling right now, this moment is right now. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a whole season of life. Mm-hmm. You know, we go through some really, really gnarly, gnarly seasons of life, mm-hmm. and uh, and in the middle of those seasons, it's very easy to believe that there is no greater anything that you. We are just kicking around on this ball of mud, and we're mm-hmm. pretty much alone you know i mean we 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 create we have created society and community although one could argue that i i think we're losing touch with each other quite rapidly but i also have hope that's going to come around we'll talk about that later but um you know different ways to look at that yeah, yeah yeah exactly and i just think that uh you know at the at at the end of the day for us to embrace we we've got to embrace uh, what is not good for us, and we have to embrace what is good for us. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, faith in a in a in a bigger thing in a bigger thing than us. God, God, to me, God is the term God is is a is a it's a really small word for an infinite concept. You yeah. know, 
And and by the way, and I and I believe that applies to all the major religions. I I I, I think that the Christian God uh, or the Jewish God, although some would argue that's the same God, right? Yeah. And even the 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 Muslim God, uh, some would argue, is the same God as the Jewish and Christian God. Mm-hmm. Though that triad kind of lives in that same-ish world, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on who you ask. But but point is, no matter what any of them think of as God, that God is infinite. If yeah. you believe, if you believe in that, I, I don't. Right. I can't wrap like my head around the concept of the God concept. Is the same it's exa- right now. <laughs> ult- the 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 character of that sure. God. Sometimes is kind you of, fear the God. Yes, sometimes it's a loving exactly. God. Sometimes exactly. Yeah, it's a exactly. warring, warfaring God. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all of that stuff. So I choose to believe that that the way that I believe that the character of this infinite, immeasurable. Let's stop arguing about a lot of the things that we don't know mm-hmm. of of that infiniteness. But I, I you know, I, I certainly always digging, trying to find truth. I, I, I want us all to come together and be like, let's get to what is true. Let's get to the, the bottom, the root, and the core of all of that. Yeah, um, and have some commonplace. But one of the things that I do believe, and you know, my thirty eight years of walking around in this life is that I do believe there's a creator, and I do believe that creator is love or love comes directly from that source and is the love that we share with one another and the light that we share with one another. And so that's why I choose to trust in communicating with who I believe with that source, yeah, with that source and believe it to be good and believe it to be love and, and have my best and all of our best interests in mind. Should right. we all decide to go and trust that yeah i just i'm you know i'm asking like look i'm asking for all the listeners but i'm also i mean i'm interested in people's practices i'm interested in how we feel better and how we feel more present or how Mm -hmm. we uh, we clock our anxiety and then move through that or we Mm -hmm. clock our sadness or we clock our anger whatever the feeling is Mm -hmm. that we that we maybe want to move through um and frankly, I'm interested in how we clock our joy too, because some of us have a really hard time doing that, um, you know, or hold or feeling like we we actually do have joy in our lives. Some people are yeah. like, I don't know, like it doesn't ever feel like, but sometimes you feel joy, and maybe, but maybe you don't let yourself feel it, or you yeah. move past it yeah. too quickly, or whatever. But I'm 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 interested in the practices that we use to to do that stuff. And for me personally, like you know, I have a meditation practice, I have a journal, I have like all sorts of things. I have prayed, I have like that has been part of my practice in the past, mm. but I don't have like a regular prayer practice. And so I'm always interested in just people's different things. Like and I and I like the idea that maybe there's different that like there's different feelings of prayer depending on the circumstance for you. Sure, it sounds yeah. like like sitting well, in the or, airport or, prayer might be different. Yeah. from, I don't know. Yeah, it, well, so like morning and night. I, yeah. I, I, you know, barring certain exceptions or whatever. If I'm like rush in the morning or like literally conk out at night, I'll always spend at least I don't know ten minutes of on my knees, kind of like, kind of like um like a prayer mat style uh-huh. you know yeah. what is that in yoga like a, Down- like a yoga mat oh the downward do- oh like a, a like your s- child oh yeah child's pose the child's pose yeah yes so i i mean and i, I so i'm laid out system, laid what's that so good for your nervous system by oh the way. Yeah. i mean i assume that there was probably a lot of <laughs> other depth benefits and wisdom to yeah. why people have prayed this way for a long time yeah. but you know for me 
honestly, I kind of started it when I was going through some really, really, I mean, I'd always had a prayer life, but the, this particular practice of, of this particular, the, this season, a couple of years of my life was coming out of this really gnarly dark time and really, uh, I mean, you know, just putting, laying yourself prostrate, mm. prostrate. Prostrate, not prostate. Yeah. Yeah, prostrate, prostrate. You know yeah. what I mean. Essentially, and 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 uh, coming to the end of yourself and throwing yourself at the mercy of. Yeah. Are you there? Right. Are you there? Because I don't have anything left in me, and that was kind of where that came from. Of like, I I need you. I mm. need help because mm. I don't know how to do this. I won't, and I won't know how to do this. And I. You know, it was a real. You were brought to your knees, quite literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. and and everything with that. But where that started, that that started giving me this kind of structure of of my spiritual practice in a sense where, I, and I think it's important in the same way that we need to carve out time for our family and our friends and ourselves. Yeah. Wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, wouldn't it therefore be pretty important to, if there is a God, to carve, carve out time, time with God. God, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> so, so I was like, yeah, I just need to, I need to, you know, to to do this, and we'll see how this goes. And um, yeah, about ten minutes in the morning and ten minutes at night, and it I just, just feels you really know, healing to you. But that, yeah. So, here, so what I loved about what you described about the moment in the airport, the hypothetical moment in the mm. airport, is that you didn't say like, God, get rid of this anxiety. Mm. Although, by the way, great if you're asking for that. But <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's but, fine. I'm not sure, judging you, you want, if you uh, no, you want to get you know, if you want an easy way out. That's fine. No, no, no. But no, but but first, you said. I mean, you might get to, get yeah, there. But yeah. I think first, what you said is like, show me where this came from. Yeah. Well, it's that's very open ended. Is what I'm getting at. Like, I yeah. think there's like something really, um, very stunning about like. I mean, look. Not that there's anything wrong with us saying like God please give me money, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like, please get me that car that I want yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But there's also something nice about God, give me what you know that I need. Oh, yeah. I, I, which I think is really, that really is what we ought to, like you're saying, there's no judgment in asking right. God for anything. But God I, I might know more than we know. Might? <laughs> God knows more. I don't. But I can't. I can't bring myself around on the idea. Like, like quite literally. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't bring my head around on the idea that there is such a thing as God. Right. If that thing Doesn't isn't no better all, than we do. Yeah. yeah. Is it, I mean, is all is, is through everything. all yes. is is connected like the Force yes. in Star Wars. Like yeah. that. I can't. I, I personally. God as a as a kid who grew up in the kind of Judeo Christian lineage of you know Christianity specifically, but and now having journeyed for a long time, and that's a you know my <laughs> and that my own personal uh, spirituality and all that, how how much that has morphed and changed throughout all that. But even through all that, I I it doesn't yeah it doesn't make any sense to me that there's a thing that yes. has the power to create everything but it's kind of like fuck i don't know, I know. so like, like <laughs> well that's weird whales right never thought i never saw that one coming and like but bummer if you're like god give me a car but god's like um trust me <laughs> well i want to get you a yacht or by the way i want to get you peace of mind yeah and wouldn't you rather that yeah. i want to get you to a place where you yeah. don't give a fuck about the car yeah you know yeah but that's and the, this speaks directly to, I think, how we have as humans, I believe. Yeah. I mean, if you look around the world, 
we're the only ones that are really stressed out about yeah. anything. We're the only ones dealing with like mental health. I mean, think about that. Yeah. And and it's not that other uh, animals aren't uh, even you know some very intelligent species and that don't have emotion as we've come to find out yeah. in certain studies. But you know, human. I was just having this conversation today with a friend of mine and talking about how you know any way you slice it, even though there. Are, are so many other species that do have incredible traits and we continue to find out about them and their, you know, empathies and things like that. We're still head and shoulders, like in a whole nother dimension of like what animals are. The fact yeah. that we're even sitting here right now yeah. talking about that, that we created apparatus yeah. to do all of this stuff is yeah. that that's gotta be, I want to dig into that and figure what, you know, what is that? What does that mean to our connection to all of the other rest of the life on this planet? Yeah. Uh, uh, any life that may exist off of this planet? How, what is our relationship to why were we given this amazing experience? Or was it completely just a fucking accident? And we were like chimpanzees and we ate some psilocybin <laughs> and all of a sudden we're like, what? I could talk. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but to say, sorry, now I've lost my train of thought. But to, to, to come around on uh, what we were talking about before, which, which was God and prayer. We were talking about prayer. We were talking about asking God. Oh, God oh, knows how all. we're the only, oh, the only animals, animals yes. that are freaking we out. Yeah, well, we have true. egos, which have also helped us evolve, right? Because yeah. that's that's our so much of the ego is really just your your um, uh, survival. Yeah. It's being built as we come into the world. Like something comes and hits you, a trauma hits you, and your ego learns how to defend against that trauma yeah. and against that trauma and against that. I mean, it's a really incredible device. Yeah. It's just also insanely crippling. You don't realize that it's this thing that sits around you and it's, you know, like, like it's almost like a can or, or a, mandala, a sheet of aluminum that's around and you're born and you come out and it's like a perfectly kind of formed sheet of aluminum as your, as your exoskeleton almost. Right. Yeah. And every trauma comes in and it goes smack and it yeah. leaves a dent in here and it cranks there and it and you're 37 years old, which was me a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And my, and it, I had been so dented and mm. so crunched and didn't even know it. You're walking mm. around thinking you're still pretty smooth. Yeah. You're not because yeah. your ego is completely cracked. And the only way you're going to be able to get beyond that and really get healing and really find peace and really find enlightenment is when you can accept that you're wrong. Yeah. You're actually fucking wrong. We are wrong about so much in our lives. And guess what? It's okay. We don't need to be shaming each other into knowing what's true. We don't need to be angry with telling people what's true. Mm -hmm. That's We all have felt all that shame and anger and the hate and the you're wrong and the things that you're doing. And it's like, holy fuck. But, but how many people are doing things just because they don't know better? Mm, Which yeah. is everyone. 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 Yeah. People aren't sitting around evils twirling their mustache with piles of dynamite on train tracks with damsels in distress. Like, I can't wait to do the bad thing. Every bad person throughout the history of humankind, if they're doing something that we look and go, I can't believe they did that. I can because they were fucked up. Yeah. They came up in a world. I mean, think about it. Not even that long ago, we lived in a world where it was perfectly acceptable for one group of people to go and invade another group of people's land, or tr uh, fucking Just town yeah. and kill all of them, all the women, all the children, everyone. And it wasn't like... It, it wasn't. If that happened now, I mean, although we, we, it we is would, happening, which well, is so fucking crazy. Yes, yeah. but not. Yes, it, there are places in the world where this shit is happening. There are more checks and balances. There are some more checks and balances, yeah. but 
never would that be accepted behavior right now. Sure. And yet right now sure. we we judge it and we go, I can't believe that the fucking barbarians. I can't. Yeah. It's like, that's the world they came up in. That's they only knew so much. Right. We have the benefit of living in nearly 2020. We, we know all kinds of shit about the universe and planets and where the sun actually is yeah. and that the world is actually round and not flat. Please, you flat earthers. I have anybody out there is listening. Yeah. Just go <laughs> dig into that a little bit more. And I'm not shaming you into that. I'm really not. I get it. There's like, you know, it's the internet that is a weird place right now and there's all kinds of misinformation and we need to clean that up but yeah. the earth is 100% fucking around guys anyway is that real by the way that is a, that is a real thing oh my yeah. god Hanami shaking not but if you can get if we can get our egos if we yeah. can get out uh, let that die yeah thank it yeah it was an incredible vessel that helped us survive for so long but then let, then get rid of that yeah then journey into I think what is a far deeper, far more meaningful life yeah. that also I think and I hope we can have more presence and more peace because we we realize with the death of the ego, you also kind of it helps you to come to the realization that it's not about you. That mm-hmm. life is not actually you are one hundred percent the only this is an insane gift, the most amazing gift that we yes. get to be born into this world. Even on the hardest of levels sometimes. I mean, I thought about that. I literally thought about this. Like, Zach, that seems like such a fucking privileged thing to say. Right. Like, what about the people that are really struggling are in the world? And I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't need, exactly, exactly. Party, yeah. And I go, and I go, and, and, and this is not me trying to speak for them. Yeah. I, I was genuinely trying to practice empathy and just trying to put myself in those shoes and go, yeah. and go, okay, yeah, yeah, that's horrible. Like, there's so many bad things that are happening to people and yet i wonder if you were to ask anyone yeah it, right from the get-go mm-hmm. although it's kind of it's, it's an impossible it's an impo- a, yeah. impossible uh, 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 proposition but to go with me yeah to say you can either exist mm-hmm. and that that existence might be kind of fucked up mm-hmm. and hard mm-hmm. and difficult in certain ways mm-hmm. maybe in a lot of ways mm-hmm. And you, but you will have existed. You will have been mm-hmm. here. You will have taken up some mm-hmm. space in this reality, in this mm-hmm. dimension, whatever this is. Yeah. Or you can never have existed. Yeah. What do you choose? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then you get, I mean, like here, the, what, what we're talking about is like one of the deepest like conundrums of a, a sort of being spiritual and living. Like, why does God make poverty? Why does God make starvation? Why does God have kids born into houses where there's terrible abuse? And then you can, you can talk. I mean, look, here's yeah. here. Like, I remember asking Deepak Chopra once. <laughs> I'm like weirdly <laughs> No, I honestly am like slightly friends with Deepak Chopra. Hell yeah. Um, I love him. He's a great, amazing, hilarious person. But he was talking about the, the truth is you just, you can't answer the why. You can't answer the laws of karma. Those remain a mystery. And to say the laws of karma already are. sounds like fucking harsh because like what did that poor starving baby do you know what i mean but then you get into like conversations of reincarnation and but you can't answer there's no it is unanswerable yeah. and this is where atheists go yeah like if there were a god like yeah. everyone's talking about yeah. then like he wouldn't make all of this horrible suffering yeah, yeah. and that is a very convincing oh yeah thing oh yeah and it sounds like but see then if you it gets explained away i think way too lightly by a lot of religion unfortunately yeah. i don't think it's really 
gotten into on a on a deep enough level to really satisfy my particular well yeah Yeah. because like how do you fucking how do you answer it but so here's where so i haven't well yeah you go you go no 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 go no you go go. all right i got i mean so here so so here's how i understand it and Mm. i you know basically my understanding is that we this is what i believe okay Mm -hmm. we have many many lives Mm -hmm. many many lives and we are going through our lives in order to um, become to be enlightened, we want to be become like the highest version of ourselves, which is we we get to God consciousness, right? We become one with the ultimate oneness of yeah. all of the one that of all the ones. Okay? <laughs> so, like, and this takes the one of the ones, many guys. many lives, and I don't know how many lives the one percent of the one percent. Right? Yeah, like I don't know, but um, but but if we're an asshole in life one, in life two we're going to be put we're going to pay for being an asshole and and but all in service of learning the lesson that we're meant to learn to become one with all of the ones and the oneness and the one like we're always meant to not come back like if we learn enough lessons in a lifetime then we don't we will graduate from being human essentially right this is what I. This is in my imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As influenced I, I, by different spiritual. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 that's a pretty prominent. I mean, I've heard that concept yeah, yeah. before. I, yeah. That's not like a, I can't so, believe you've come so, to this conclusion. So I mean, I, but here's the thing: that doesn't like as I say this. I I'm not sitting around being like, yeah, well, that starving kid, he must have been an asshole in his previous life. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I I I. It is just. I mean. I cry. I cry looking at Instagram or oh looking God, at the no. news. Or I mean, it's just oh, yeah. like the worst shit is happening everywhere all the time. Yeah. I can't even believe it. And the most amazing shit is also happening. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's devastating. So it's not like, you know, this stuff we're saying in these words, right? And, I, you know, we're saying this in like minutes. But this is the like kind of Deepak set or like so many. Minutes I know there's, and there's so many other things I want to ask you. I know, wow. but, 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 but the, I like to I like to essentially have faith that actually I'm not going to be able to answer that question. Like I I'm not I don't know why. Oh, I don't know that anybody will ever be able to no, answer. No, of course not. Most You'd of have these to like things. who knows. But that's part of the arrogance I find of mankind. We for so long we have genuinely thought, I got it. I, we got to the yeah. we got to the by the way this isn't even just religious people this is scientists yeah. all throughout the history of mankind scientists have continuously said we figured it out we yeah. got it this yeah. one over here okay we were wrong about that one but this one over here we got that yeah. and then a couple years goes by and they go oh, you know it's so funny we thought that <laughs> but it's not velociraptors are actually the size of chickens yeah. and T Rexes <laughs> are like the size of I mean whatever I don't yeah, know yeah, and by the yeah. way that's fine keep. Keep updating. I'm yeah, happy to hear the updates. On it. But let's not have the, the condescension that comes with and the, the that lack of humility and being like, guys, I don't like all of us should all put our yeah. hands in the air and say, I've been fucking wrong about so many things and so I want to learn. Your, but what's your explanation? What do you got? Oh well, my well, I have a theory. Well, I don't. Approach? I don't. Yeah. So I, I have I have a theory that I've thought about for for quite some time and. I mean, but again, like we were just saying, theory only, and I don't believe that I'll ever figure any of this out ultimately, but I do think it's important that we have the mental and emotional exercise and spiritual exercises to dig, Yes, to dig into this stuff. We want, you, you, you. 
we should know, uh, hopefully we, we, we should want to know about everything that affects us in every possible way and want to be the healthiest, strongest version of ourselves to go make the world a better place. And I think that when we dig in and when we surround ourselves with people that dig in with us and yeah. force us to dig in and be, act as those mirrors and iron sharpening iron and all that stuff, yeah. you know, that's really, really good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so, so my theory... Uh, uh, or, or a, a theory that yeah, that I kick theory, around yeah. sometimes because I, I I did I was kind of there's a lot of things in Christianity that that I have struggled with throughout my my spiritual walk because I've found them to be at odds with. We're gonna it. go there because when you and I worked together, you were you were. I mean, I you were doing Bible study in your yeah. In I had your a house. home. Yeah, you I had, had a home, home church at my house. Church. Yeah. And now is this? Do, have you have you journeyed away from that? Or no? I well, I well, home church. I was at my house for like, um, I don't know, like eight years or something like that. And then I, when I, I hadn't moved yet, but I started basically not working in LA. Right, almost right after we, right, yeah. So right after we kind of worked together, yeah, I went and did Thor. Uh, it was like 2012 or something like that. So like I, I went and did. Or, you basically moved to New York. And then I went to, to do first date in New York. And then I thought I was going to live in New York for a while. And then mm-hmm. I ended up working in Toronto like three times over the last seven years. Like I was never back in LA. Yeah. So I told my friends who were doing the, the home church, I was like, probably best to go, you know. And we had another friend um, who had a great space for it. And then they hosted it there for a while. Now it's it's still going. It's over. Oh, it is. Now. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah. Okay. But um, so I no, I don't know. Like that ended at my place. But then I ultimately sold my place. And I live in, in Texas now. And I've been really living out of a suitcase for the last okay but hold on two, so, two three years please finish but, yes. your approach and then we'll get we'll talk and then about we'll, your and then we'll journey go back i want to talk it. we're gonna what we're gonna talk spoiler what we're gonna talk about is your journeys in uh religion your journeys in therapy how maybe yeah. the two because you keep talking about therapy which i am <sighs> the biggest therapy proponent oh, i mean I oh my god i okay yeah, great. okay so so i'll try and make this as okay. succinct as possible but as you've probably guessed i'm both verbose and tangential so this is very, very <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. um um, so th- this is a theory that I've thought about. So I, I was at odds with, with this, this idea of like, yeah, what, how is that? How, how is that possible that you can have a, a God that is, that is all loving, yeah. all powerful and all loving and still allowing things to go on in this existence that are quite frankly, just unbelievably fucked up. Yeah. Like how, how, how does, how do you merit? How does that work? Yeah. And <clears throat> The first thing I think you have to do is actually check yourself as to under, you first have to ask to check yourself, I think, and say, hey, maybe I'm wrong about what is fucked up and what's not fucked up. Mm -hmm. As much as I believe that, you know, a child dying of cancer or what, or a, a tsunami coming in and killing all of these people. Yes, from my standpoint, from my vantage point, as a human being, as a homo sapiens. Yeah. uh, That is horrible right but if you are if you are the creator of all that is if you are in and through you are that child you are part of that child who had cancer you were a part of the very tsunami and the lives that that collided yeah that's another level of consciousness and understanding of what is right and wrong just there right so first check those things at the door Mm -hmm. And say, okay, let, how, how, help me to learn about this. Help me to reconcile this. And <clears throat> and then I started thinking about, well, okay, if in fact there is this 
entity and this is uh, uh, it, and it's in all and through all and it is the great creator and uh, artist and uh, and uh, and lover and and all that is and all that will be alpha and omega it lives outside of time yeah it it inhabits outside of what we experience it sees and feels all of that so, so therefore mm-hmm. then i started thinking about well like the movie sliding doors we're going to paltrow mm-hmm. How many sliding doors, theoretically then, that entity sees all of those sliding doors. Mm-hmm. And it's more than just I made the the underground or I didn't. It's more than I made the, <laughs> made the subway or I didn't, yeah, right? Yeah. It's literally, it's an infinite amount. It's an infinite amount yeah. of sliding doors yeah. that this entity is in and through yeah. all of it. And that means then, again, I'm extrapolating here, I'm, but, but mm-hmm. I, I, I believe, therefore, that it is all completely just because there are versions of this existence, of this, of, of whatever. Essentially, there are, in this theory, the idea is that there are yeah. an infinite amount of realities that are going on all the time yes. because, because God doesn't need to follow us. Right. God is... All through, in and through all of it. Yeah. So there's a version of tonight where we didn't talk about this. There's a version where I stopped talking about this five minutes ago. There's right, a version where right. we didn't have any tequila. That would have been a shame. There's a version <laughs> where we didn't have any charcuterie. I would have yeah, left. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a version where I was stuck in, still talking, you know, all of that, every bit of it. And God yeah. is aware of and in all of it. Right. So that kid that died of cancer yeah. in that reality did yeah. and many other b- possible realities yeah. did or died in other ways or didn't yeah. die at all and went on to go become one of the most amazing leaders that the world has ever seen. Yeah. And to me, that is the most amazing justice of all yeah. because we are all going through all of that theoretically, theoretically. Yeah. And sometimes I think about things like that and I go, Oh, maybe that's what like dark matter is like this idea mm-hmm. that they can't figure out. Yeah. And it's all the matter or all this matter. 97% just between matter. of the, yes, of yes, the yes, universe, of is, the universe unknowable. is unknowable and dark matter <laughs> and so, so i go crazy. i go oh, okay well what if that's just another plane yeah well, what, what if it, literally it's every reality that's all stacked on top of each other but oneness. we just can't see, see I all think of those other i think well, that 95 7 percent is what you become when you've gone through all your lifetimes maybe yeah maybe I don't. and it's consciousness sure we are in co-create yeah. this is my yeah. theory okay but so yeah. okay what anyway, I so that's, really, that's the kind of i love it and broad what, idea of that what i like about it um what I like about it for me is that like zooming out in that way that you have, um, um, there's something um, you can then, get, getting so macro, you can actually get fairly micro and say something like maybe there is suffering. There is suffering. There suffering is happens. And also you can say suffering sometimes almost always, or if you think about it like creates this, suffering growth. creates growth. And, the, and, and not always it, for the person that suffers. Not always for the person that suffers. Mm-hmm. But there is suffering, and suf- suffering often, usually, hopefully, yeah. if God has it, his will, her will, it will. is yeah. what it, that suffering creates growth. Yeah. And there's something, um, and so, yeah, and this can happen over a millennia. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't there, answer why that kid is starving or why the fucking Holocaust happened. Like there aren't, we don't have that answer, no, no. but it does set a, it sets like a, you know, a stage wherein we can even discuss that level of tragedy yeah. with some truth. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what allows us to, to I guess, discuss that I truth? guess that when we can zoom out in that way, 
like what you're talking about, that there are infinite numbers of oh, realities yeah. and that God is sure. in and through all of it. Yeah. Like, like to just... To, but it's to humility, ex- ultimately, to, that allows us to talk well, about this Well, that's it. Stuff, I that, guess that's what gives us that humility, in my, in my I, oh, yeah. opinion, is yeah. when you can recognize the size of God. And therefore, the size of you. The size yes. of you. Yes. We and, are yes. infinitely teeny little things. Our like, knowingness is very yes, limited, yes. ultimately. I, I, I've said this before, but I, I really stand by it. I believe that we are both infinitely valuable and entirely unimportant. Yes. You don't, you, you don't, God, or, or no God, doesn't need you. Certainly no God doesn't need you, but God doesn't need you to do anything. Right. The, all the things that we're like, oh, I got to go and do right. this for God. It's like, God is, right. God, is God. Right. God, if, if that is the, a real thing, God can do whatever God wants to do. So stop thinking that it's all, you know, and again, this is the ego stuff. It's yeah. like, it's, it's resting on my shoulders. It's, yeah. you got to feel like you belong in this existence. Mm-hmm. We've all been like programmed to like, you got to go do and do. So you mm-hmm. feel like you belong here. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking lie. You belong here simply because you are here. Yeah. And if you can, if you can accept that and accept that you haven't failed anything, that you are here and you are learning and you are growing and you are suffering perhaps and growing even more through that. That's a, that's a pretty good place i think to to start to start that journey of like oh yeah i'm a speck i'm a speck and that's a beautiful thing it's a a beautiful speck yeah a beautiful speck that'll be the first book i write (laughs) a beautiful speck um that is so so beautiful so beautifully said okay we're gonna switch gears now uh because i really do want to talk about your personal um journey and all of this like yeah you know, you, you've referred to some dark years. I'm assuming mm-hmm. just cause I know that this maybe it was surrounding. I know you got divorced, which mm-hmm. is really sad. Yeah. Um, probably I would imagine, although I don't know anything about those circumstances, but, and we don't have to talk about that, but what, but I, I don't mind. I, 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 well, I, I what I'm mind. more curious about is how, and you can get as specific as you want. I fucked everything up with this. <laughs> I just like, I don't know why I did this. Near I Mike's felt sin- like I, you're was, going the right way now. Have you, Keep I am? pulling that way. It's going to tighten it up. Okay, but okay, I got it. And then I raise it. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I got oh, wow. it. Okay. This is, um, these are the moments oh, that I Jesus. wish an unfilmed podcast would I be. I know, filmed. I know. Whatever, guys. It's uh, so, so exciting. Um, okay, so you don't have to get specific, but you can get specific. But my, so, because I don't, I do care about your divorce, but most, just because I love you, but mostly what I care about is like, when you feel like your life might be a little bit falling apart or when you're facing a really difficult time and a lot of pain, um, how, I'm just curious how, wh- what happened for you. How did that happen? That you, and is that why you got into therapy or were you already yeah. in therapy or like well, what? How did so I started, go? I started going, I started going to like actively going to therapy when I was, while I was still married, going to marriage, uh, therapy counseling. I went uh, by myself, and then we went uh, to the same place, and um, and I believe she ultimately went uh, 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 by herself also after all that subsequently. Mm-hmm. But um, ultimately, that didn't take root enough. That did that did not uh, work. Yeah. It, it wasn't enough in that time for for the two of us to see. I think as clearly as either of us needed to see. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to speak for her, obviously, and I'm, I'm sure she has a, a, a plenty of thoughts uh, on the matter. <laughs> um, but uh, ultimately, I mean, I was trying to do everything I could to 
save what was a really ill-conceived mm. um, plan, ultimately. It was somebody that I loved for a long time. I still love. I, I, I wish her nothing but the best, genuinely. Mm. Um, and, I, and she's remarried, and I wish them nothing but the best. And I genuinely, I pray for them and her, and her family. But um, it, we had dated 10 years prior to, to getting married and, and uh, we dated for like six months and we were really young and I thought and we were talking about getting married within a week and I was like, oh my God, I found my wife yeah. and this is, this is it and she's amazing and beautiful and talented and funny and all the things. And then it all fell apart and, and I felt like I was left kind of standing on the fucking altar mm. because we were quite literally planning our, wow. like when we were going to get married and, and uh, by the way, until 37 when i really 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 got deep dived deep dived in deep doved yeah deep dove deep doved, uh <laughs> did a deep dive into all of like super intensive therapy by myself uh that's when i finally realized how much i didn't love myself most of my life mm -hmm. so all of these decisions when i was 24 and we were dating i didn't love myself mm -hmm. i had very very little self-worth and had no idea yeah. uh never learned that from my mom never yeah. learned that from society you know self-love is you know shockingly sadly but then god finally kind of becoming a thing that we're talking about on a more regular basis like a, the rest of mental health yeah. but anyway so we had no self-worth all of a sudden she's this incredible person that comes into my life and I'll, i feel worth like oh my god she likes me she's willing to marry me again this is also a lot of subconscious shit you don't know is going on that all fell apart i was fucking busted i wasn't even the same person from 24 to basically basically 34 when we bumped, when we kind of reconnected again wow. after 10 years of not seeing each other and we reconnected to a mutual friend and uh i was like oh my gosh this is your chance this is like the fairy tale it's all kind of mm. come back around and i was doing everything i could to show her how much i loved her and unfortunately i was doing that uh i was doing that um at the expense of my own heart and my own mind and mm. my own soul and my uh yeah it, and but didn't know that either because i didn't have self-love and i thought i was being selfless right like you, know, you were I thought like I was, was it a very it sounds like maybe there was some codependency oh for like, sure i think for what you think sure, i feel what sure. you feel we're the so, same person well or, there, not, but this is no. what happens like in it was well it was more honestly marrying my mom i mean that, that, oh, that, that's yeah, really yeah. what right i'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore that of, behavior that actually upset i'm gonna pretend oh yeah that that's okay. or, or i just didn't feel safe to talk about a lot yeah. of that stuff because i was you know whatever fights that would ensue or whatever and then me thinking oh my god she's gonna leave me yeah. and, and and what i went through the first time almost i almost killed me then i i was in the that was the first time i'd ever really experienced like deep 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 mm. deep 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 depression and i was 24 and nobody really i had no i didn't my didn't really have parents really in my life and i didn't really have people to turn to to like help me yeah. understand any of that i i wish to god oh man I wish to God somebody in my life would have grabbed me and said, hey, you need to go to therapy. You need to go right now. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. You need to go and get some healing about your relationship with your mom yeah. because that is going to continue to fuck you yeah. in all of your relationships, specifically with women, but even, uh, even with men, the way that your parents yeah. can either really give you a good uh, start in life or not, depending yeah. on how they, how they raised you. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I just I wasn't I wasn't a whole person, and I didn't yeah. know that I wasn't a whole person. Yeah. Uh, and when you're doing reasonably well in life, it's even more difficult to re- to realize how unwhole of a person you are. Yeah, you know, because you're on TV shows, oh, you're yeah. you have a lot yeah. of money, sure. you're like a full fledged adult yeah. doing you Broadway can, and yeah, Broadway or giving you standing successful. ovations. You're like, oh my god, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it, it all of it, and having lots of successful friendships or you know but what but what sh- but as we all know i mean of course like these outside mm. things don't actually they don't mean anything to our insides i mean they're nice they're wonderful yeah. and we should all pursue these things it, you know to but we sh- we should give them the the importance that they deserve mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. on the inside you didn't f- feel good you felt scared, maybe with this chick. You felt unsure. Like, how oh, did you- oh my god, no! To- I mean, it was you- one of honestly, it was, it was, it was a really not even the divorce. The marriage itself was a really, really dark time. Yeah. It was really bad because I, I, it, it had dawned on me. I mean, look, I, you know, I'm not, I, I don't, again, like, I don't want to rehash past yeah. for her, for her sake either. You know what I mean? But suffice to say, there were plenty of. Uh, red flags and and even red flags that I shared with our marriage counselor who also happened to be her dad that I agreed to I agree I, I agreed to that I agreed to that he was a pastor uh, and I agreed to that but that that ultimately was not a very good idea yeah. and no matter even though I had I had shared some of this stuff I also by the way there was plenty of stuff that I didn't share because I was afraid to share because I didn't mm. know what to do you yeah. know I don't blame her. At all, I, I I I really blame myself. That's why I went into the deepest depression. I was like, I have fucked my life. I fucked her life. I can't. Why would I go do this? Why did I think this was uh, uh, <laughs> wise or a, to just jump back into this and the hopeless romantic that I always was? Because I was a fucked up little boy inside, yeah. and I didn't understand, and I didn't know better. You know, and that drove me down into all kinds of self loathing and shame and. Uh, how so many people thought I was a whore? So who told you to get into therapy? therapy? Well, so I started going to therapy to try and save the marriage. Right, that right, didn't right. ultimately uh-huh. work. Then that ended. And then I was going to therapy on my own uh, in LA post all of that. And I thought I was in a pretty good spot. Uh, and then, but I, I ultimately, I had not done all the really, really deep work that I needed to do to get healing from yeah. that situation. But But really... My mom, right. really, my my and, childhood, and, and, and all I just of that have to stuff. ask because I feel like this mm, yeah. is important. Like yeah. maybe that therapist was more on the cognitive behavioral therapy side of things, and then Which maybe one? like the the LA person. I mean, this is like there's so many different kinds of therapy. Some therapies don't really believe that we need to go back to our childhood. Oh no! Well, the ch- the therapy that I went to for marriage counseling, it was a deep dive. Oh, so it, it was, but it didn't. It still, it wasn't meant to be this marriage. Or yeah, or it I don't know. for any more. Uh, by the way, there's theoretically there's some reality where we're very happily married. Right sure, now. sure. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I yeah. don't know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, I think we this have. Is really smart that you just responded in that way. Like, I, I, it is, it is. It's there's no need to talk about it. There's no need to talk about like whether it was right or wrong or what. I mean, other than the feelings yeah. associated with, I mean, just what you just said when you said, yeah. look, there's maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a reality in which we were, are still married, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think like some, again, like sometimes we just say like, this is not for me to know right now. Like I can go, you can feel a sense of conviction and certainty about something, but I guess 
What I'm trying to say is we don't need to talk about the ideas of it anymore. We can talk about how we grew from it. We can talk about how we... Sure. Well, I, I, I don't know that it's so much... That we that we don't need to talk about the ideas of it anymore. I think we need not judge them. That's what I'm trying to say. Talk about them all day. Yeah, yeah. Talk, and I, but, I, that but, was a shorthand. Ju- no, no. I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just think, you know. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. I, I think that we because again we've been taught for so long in a in a in a, a um, uh, schematics that are that use. Um, uh, shame yeah. that use d- uh, guilt that use f- you failed you did wrong yeah as opposed to which I genuinely think God does not operate like that I yeah. think God is just con- like in the same way that you could picture the most loving parent father mother whatever you want to do because I honest I I do per- while I do. I can totally appreciate using a shorthand as we've used the English language of like he as a deal or whatever. I, I I think to call God a a man is incredibly limiting to God. Like God is not a guy. God is not a girl. God is, God is all God is everything. Right. So, you know, I can, I'm fine with the shorthand of he and whatever, so long as that, you know, people understand what that is, but, but ultimately, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what the identity ultimately but i but that parent yeah imagine it as being the most loving the most loving most accepting most graceful most kind most patient most all of the things that you wish you could have got even from the people who are the best parents in the world yeah there's still mo- there's still things that they're they're not there and it's that parent this inc- unbelievably patient and loving parent that is merely asking us to trust it mm. just trust it just trust me mm. just trust me i love you so much and i think that we buck against that obviously mm. because there's so much ego and fear and uh, and personality and yeah. we were told so much in society like you're your own boss and yeah. you know you can do all you can do whatever you want to do and by the way i'm not even denying that we can't be our own boss and we're you know the possibilities can be endless sometimes yeah. but but we we look at our decisions still we judge this i do this to myself all the time like oh I fucked up because I didn't mm-hmm. do that when I should have done that. Mm-hmm. And I, I did this when I should have done that. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, okay, sure, I did that instead of doing that. And immediately learned <laughs> that that was a more expensive way of doing that. So number one, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. No, actually, number one, I'm not going to beat myself up about right. it. I'm not going to do it because no matter how much other people have treat themselves that way so they treat you that way that's why we treat each other the way we do right yeah we're all secretly already just nailing ourselves with critique and stuff so then we it's like well I, if i'm living by these rules and everybody's gonna live by these rules yeah but the rules shouldn't be about all that the rules should be about fucking love the rules should be about seeing people and having empathy with people and going oh god you're fucking f- screwing up you're making some bad decisions in life not because you're evil because you're wrong because you're ignorant because you don't know you just don't know better right. and let me hopefully be somebody and by the way and also don't get arrogant in your own like oh i'm the enlightened one and i'm gonna go help people because i know better than people yeah you might know one thing more than some people you might even know a few things more than some people but you don't know fucking anything no we don't know fucking anything yeah we should walk in that humility walk in that gratitude that we even get to be in this place and walk hopefully in that trust with this incredible parent and going 
Upsies. I'm safe. Upsies. I'm like, be okay. yeah, wherever, take me wherever you want right. to go. I'm going to throw on my onesie pajamas and, <laughs> and just, and I'll, I'm going to wrap my arms like around your me. neck and take me wherever we mm. need to go. And I'm not going to beat myself up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let other people beat myself up mm-hmm. either. Be- mm-hmm. Beat myself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn from my mistakes and I'm going to trust that mm-hmm. even these things that we call mistakes or missteps or misjudgments or whatever, all of them can and will be redeemed if we give them back to God. Right. I really believe that God is so powerful and so loving so that, that it has that, that it, that it redeems those things. Should yeah. we trust God with them? But so, but it, you're like, you're doing this beautiful synthesis between spirituality and therapy. I mean, you're talking about like reparenting as being reparented by God or by our faith in a way. Yeah. Um, but, but you're very astute in both realms and, but nice. there's such a nice like integration of this. And I want Wonder how you came to that integration in your life. I mean, you know, obviously you had quite a religious background, yeah. um, and the therapy is newer to yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but like, so okay, so so you come to LA, you're doing therapy, but you weren't quite there yet. And then, well, yeah, I mean, no, no, I thought I was. I mean, thought I thought you, you know, were. I thought I had taken care of, but like, you know, one of the things I talk about in therapy is hit and run. Mm. You, you do hit and runs with things, the traumas in your life. You yeah. think you've dealt with it, right? You're like, I thought about it, I did it, I prayed, I forgave. Yeah, you know, like I thought I forgave my mom. Right. My mom put me through all kinds of crazy shit in my life. Yeah. I thought I forgave her because I wasn't actively thinking about her with ill will. Right. You think that? Well, I'm not. I don't even think about them. Yeah. I don't think about them. Yeah. So you. So clearly you've forgiven them because you're not sitting there and you're angry. Right. But you didn't fucking forgive them because yeah. just the thought of them or the mention of them. Right. Get yeah, you a hot. little like, you know, like that fuck. And there's still people charged. in my life. There are people in my life that I still need to do some really deep same, forgiveness with. Same, that have same. really And I but, but I I know that I'll get there because I know that the more I apply the same principle, which is they're they They had shitty parents. They yeah. They they <laughs> make decisions that they make because they think that's actually the right thing to yeah, do. People yeah. who strap bombs, you always use this as like the extreme example. Yeah. But people who strap bombs to themselves and blow themselves up in markets and kill un- innocent innocent people. Yeah. It is very easy to go. Oh, the evil. Yeah. They think they're doing the most holy act. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. That doesn't mean that they're actively choosing to do evil. Right. They're not that archetype mm-hmm. they really believe and are hoping that they're right mm-hmm. in going and doing this thing now mm-hmm. i no one should ever do that of that course. is a that is an evil act right that is something that should not be done i yes. believe yeah but i don't think that but, but i think we have got to stop dehumanizing people entirely dehumanizing yeah. ourselves and dehumanizing other people because when people do bad we, we that's the first thing we do we go i can't believe Right. I can't believe no one would. Only a monster would do. It's like no, anybody. You're capable of doing that. Anyone, well, anyone's capable of being a murderer. Things all fucking day, all oh, the time. No, totally. But you're also, had you grown up in their shoes, yeah, you have a really good chance of doing exactly what they did. That's right. Yeah. But and I and I mean, you know, you we've just in this conversation, I mean, we've co- covered a lot of like so very extreme <laughs> territories, yeah, which right. is beautiful. But like honestly, like. 
you know, if you if we can back up from like suicide bomber, yeah, yeah. we can go to like I was a fucking shithead to that cashier exactly. because I was in a rush exactly. and I just like was super frustrated with them and I snapped at them yeah. and I leave the store yeah. and yeah. you know now I'm an asshole. Yeah. Beca- but that but I was triggered. I was triggered. I was triggered because my dad always said I had to be on time or whatever the sure. thing is, sure. and now I'm like stressed out about something. But I don't really need to be. But I just had. But so, but what's what's tricky? or not tricky but i think like what we do need to um i don't know we there is we all also have responsibility we also have some responsibility to to yeah to not do evil acts (laughs) to not sure be shitty to the person at the cash is that to not be shitty to the cashier sure and we and so and so what this podcast is about is what like hopefully everything is about is like let's figure out how to be better. Less how shitty. to be better. Let's be less shitty. <laughs> be less let's shitty. feel less shitty. Oh, let's be less shitty. Well, let's cause less shitty feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, I, but I, that's all mental health. Yes. So you've taken it upon yourself to be less shitty, do less shitty things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so going back to your question about like the the synthesis yes. between spirituality yeah, yeah. and mental health. So Yes, most of my life I grew up in again a kind of a Christian home. We the the we didn't really go to church. So my my dad, my mom and dad were both Christians. My dad was a much more kind of is a much more I don't know, religious type of a Christian, mm-hmm. I suppose. In that he uh you know, goes to church every Sunday and is very involved and sings on the worship band and does uh-huh. you know, kid, you know, Sunday school for kids and stuff uh-huh. like that. My mom was a much more like kind of hippie, spiritual Christian. And, you know, uh, we a, never, almost never went to church. Uh, and, um, you know, F bombs and, and wine and booze. And like, you yeah. know, it, it, was a, it was a grittier, I don't know. It, yeah. it was certainly not a, a lifestyle that any like proper Christian would have been like, oh, they're, they're Christians. Yeah. I can't even believe it. <laughs> she said, fuck. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyway, my mom was an incredibly like like I'm like dynamic and beautiful and intelligent uh, woman who was also just super super fucked up. And, yeah. But anyway, um, so we grew up with my mom. We never really went to church, but God and Jesus and spirituality and all kinds of dynamics were talked about in our house all the time. So I was very inundated with a lot of those concepts, um, but not the religious side of it so much. The more the deep and seeking side mm-hmm. of it, which I'm really grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but then really started like, you know, I don't know, none of that really meant a lot, a lot. I knew I was out of like a deep faith, even as a, like a young, young, young kid. But I didn't really go to church on my own until I was about, let's say, 18 after mm-hmm. high school. And then I was and I've been kind of on that journey since then. But like I said, you know, there's been a ton of evolution. That was when 18, I'm 39, you know, 20 years of of, yeah. of genuinely seeking, trying to seek what is true, what is fucking true, yeah. and how and who am I, and how do I fit into that, and how can I be the best me and make the best this? You know, mm. that's the all. That's like genuinely all that that drives me. Hopefully, I mean, you know, the uh, the, the core stuff. But so that was already. I've been I've been digesting and sifting through yeah. that type of stuff christianity specifically and spirituality and all that for many years mm-hmm. the therapy side in the last few years has really cha- changed my life saved my life mm-hmm. but as with anything as uh you know if look, looking back on my life everything that i ever learn that it that i find to be 
interesting, fascinating, powerful, important, any of that. Mm-hmm. I can't stop talking about. It. I yeah. can't stop wanting to learn about it. So once I got once I got went through that darkness and the darkness, I, I I'm I'm so grateful that I can say I'm grateful for the darkness. Mm. I'm so grateful that I went through what I went through because it drove me into being a far better version of myself. Yeah. And and I'm so grateful to God that I didn't die and all that because I genuinely like there was quite a few moments in there when I I didn't believe there was a God and I didn't want to live anymore. Yeah. But yeah. came through that, learned so much, grew so much, continued mm-hmm. to. It's a journey. It's for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But in that even short amount of time, did a have done a, I've done a whole bunch of growth and and thought and I sit and I think and I whether I'm talking with somebody else and we're going through it together or I'm just sitting there at home and I'm just thinking about stuff or I'm in prayer or I'm in thought or whatever and it has dawned on me more and more and more and more and more and more when I hold up let's just say specifically Christianity and some of the mm-hmm. tenets that they talk that it talks about in mm-hmm. in the Bible and what we are now. Uh, all agreeing upon internationally about mm-hmm. m- just uh, 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 psychological science. Yeah. There are unbelievable amounts of parallels oh, yeah. in. Now, there's, by the way, I. I when, when I when I went to the super deep dive therapy, uh, one of the things that was fucking me up the most was. I looked through like a um, like a my Bible app on my phone. I was mm-hmm. like, because I was in super 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 bad space, and I didn't understand this concept of self love. Mm. And I searched for self love, and I couldn't find one reference mm. in the in you know I, I wouldn't expect it in the Old Testament necessarily, sure. but in the New Testament and how much Christ or Jesus would talk about love and yeah. loving your neighbor and all. I mean, there's tons of love. Yeah. And loving your neighbor. And the only, the closest that I could find, the closest reference, and by the way, anybody out there listening, I, I, if you can correct me, please email these guys. Yeah. And I'll have Kat send me the yes. email. Way I would to love to find what this is. But the closest thing that, that's okay. in there is when it says, love your neighbor as yourself. yourself. Now, right. that's a really interesting concept if you don't even know what it means to love, love yourself. yourself. Right. And as we all know in psychology, if you can't love yourself... You can't fully love your neighbor. And so it's all bearing the same truth and fruit. Mm -hmm. I go, oh my God, no wonder we're so fucked in the world right now. We have, back in the day, I don't think self-love was a big mystery because everybody actually valued life in a whole completely different way. The fact that you even made it beyond a couple of days was a miracle. The fact that you made it beyond a couple of weeks was another miracle. The fact Mm -hmm. that you made it beyond a couple of months, a couple of years, that you didn't die of typhoid or famine or all of the fucking shit that would have ended your life, that people had to have so many kids in order to just keep the fucking population going. We valued life. we And we valued uh, animals life and plant life it was all sustaining us there was a a real fucking value and we live in a world now and we don't fucking value any life yeah and 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 when i say we i'm not saying i'm sure there's a lot of people out there i i I try to value life but i include myself in this as a society a world society we have lost touch with what is actually valuable and as far as i'm concerned the only valuable thing is life it's plant life it's animal life it's human life it's any last mosquitoes are the only thing i really can't wrap my head around i'm Everything totally fine if we can somehow scientifically yeah. engineer them to go do something better or just wipe them out entirely okay. anything that's like a blood sucking leaves me like scratchy yeah. bits uh, they can all die okay. uh, <laughs> um but but beyond that mm-hmm. that's why i at least the conclusion i came to i was like oh my god of course I we're all struggling 
We don't even know what it really means to love ourselves yeah. because we haven't even grown up in a world that does that anymore. Yeah. We live in worlds where you're only actually worth anything if you own the right things, right. if you do the and right things. So how things, do you find you, that if you don't own or do the right things? How do you find that self-love? How did therapy teach you that? What is your daily or weekly? I mean, like, uh, is it, do you love yourself at every moment now? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I tried to, I tried to, yeah. And so <laughs> what happens? Moments. Like, well, I look, okay, are you loving yourself when you're, when you're having bad self-talk? No. No, and I still have moments where I have bad self-talk. But I catch myself now. Yeah, I catch myself and I remind myself that that's a bullshit lie. Yeah. I remind myself of this great fucking oh, this quote. I can't remember the. It's from the Untethered Soul is the is the book. Uh-huh. And I there was this one. I still haven't read. I downloaded the book. I still haven't read it. Yeah. But I, I found this one quote on on uh, uh, Instagram, and it was something to the effect of, "You are not the voice." of the mind mm. you are the one who hears it mm. and i was like oh that's, yes, oh, that's so that's good so because good. We, and that's and that's again that's another one of those things where you yeah. we have to accept about like you're gonna hear and but and and but yeah. and and for what it's worth in the bible mm-hmm. when it talks about things like you know, darkness or or demons or mm-hmm. or uh, thoughts. You know, um, negative thoughts or things. Don't don't give them purchase in your mind. Yeah. Uh, um, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, but original Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. There's a quote from him saying something to the effect of, um, "You can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop one from making a nest on top of it." Mm-hmm. It's this idea of you're not going to stop the voice of the mind. Yeah. They understood the, on some yeah. level. They understood. They might have been calling it the devil in some instances where they didn't need to be doing that. But yeah. ultimately, that is what is a lie if not darkness. Yeah. What is a lie if not a false falsehood that is trying to do something negative in your life or the lives of other people around you? So we have to be very cognizant of that, but it, but not judge ourselves in the process. Go, oh wow, yeah, I've been having all kinds of weird thoughts. That's so. I need a but that's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually, I don't need to beat myself up because I can't somehow stop whatever this other voice is, the, the self-critic, the all of this nonsense. You and, know? you know, a lot of modern psychology might uh, suppose that that voice is your mom's voice sure. or your dad's voice sure. or the voice of a teacher sure. or, you know, whatever. Or, or, the, or the voice of the news or the voice of the internet. All of it. Yeah, of that, the, uh, I mean, the advertisement the saying yeah. you're fat and not skinny enough exactly. or whatever Exactly. And everyone's Instagrams yeah. where you're looking at up going they must have such beautiful happy lives yeah, like sometimes and, are and and by the way like even if it's not the voice the words right that are coming in to, to at us in our thoughts it could also just be a feeling sometimes i feel we feel a feeling that's yeah. not ours and we have to treat it like it's ours and talk about why it's there and try and figure it out but sometimes it's like like we have to own it as yeah. our feeling but also we can say you know what i'm feeling this it's not it's not really mine like this fear that i'm feeling yeah, a lot it, of put a put a lot of people put that stuff on you because yeah. they, they don't know what to do with it. Or I learned it. I learned it. Like you know, like I, like I, like I mean, I've talked about this on the show before. But for instance, yeah. you know, I did not grow up. We, I grew up fine. I grew up solidly, you know, middle to upper middle class. My mother grew up very poor. 
I'm fine in my life. I live in a nice house. My husband makes money. I make money. We all, we're, everything's fine. But I, but she I always, you. Yeah, yeah, I go, oh, I'm scared about money. Yeah. I'm really scared. Yeah. I don't have any reason. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay. But mm-hmm. that, so that voice is not mine. That feeling, oh, yeah. that fear, that anxiety that I get yeah. sometimes, that's my mom's. That, what you're explaining, describing right now is very, very typical of um, many generations uh, specifically, um, like my grandma, mm. uh, who went through like Dust Bowl depression. Yeah. yeah, all of the families who came out of the depression mm-hmm. were telling, guaranteed, telling all of their progeny, "You better save every dime. You better, yeah. you better turn use off those every, lights. Turns off. AC, they even had lights. Yeah, lights right. uh, um, make sure you're eating every bit of the yes. food that you have. Like yes. eh, darn, every you're not buying new clothes. You're not doing any. It's like it's." And by the way, I really, as a huge fan of minimalism, I, I do wish we kind of went back a little bit sure. into like, can we like actually just sure. have yeah. stuff that's well made and we don't right. need to own right. a, a thousand of everything? It's because all we literally live in a disposable world now. But yeah. we don't need to go all the way to the point of like what your mom went through, what my grandma, what I'm, you know, a, a really dear friend of mine who um, is. Um, uh jewish and he is i don't know he's probably like mid 40s or so uh so his parents uh, parents generation uh, was it his grand i got no it was probably yeah. his grandparents generation too yeah. coming out of world war ii yeah coming out of holocaust mm. There, there's whole studies done on the generations under and then under, under the the, the Holocaust generation. Yeah. Exactly, the surviving generations. There's all kinds of fucked up neuroses going yeah. on because they've been coming out of that. Yeah, the amount of like fear, the amount of like uh, conditioning of yeah. like. Uh, not even just financially, but all of that stuff that's very yeah. real. And they take that with you and you and you carry that. Like you're saying, yeah. it's not even yours. It's not yours. It's not even yours. Yeah. It's not your reality. Yeah. You're not growing up in that situation. Yeah. The Dust Bowl and the Great Depression happened. Yeah. And uh, of course, <laughs> they would make the argument in the moment, you don't know it's not going to come back, right? Because Because yeah. anytime you're going through that, Lord knows... When the Jews are coming out of the Holocaust, there was a good, I'm sure, a lot of them being like, let's not let our guard down just yet. Yeah. Even though Hitler and that's all seemingly taken care of, let's not let our guard yeah. down. And good thing that they haven't completely let their guard down because there have also been other some old, other altercations and, and things that have happened throughout time. So, thank so God. you retain that vigilance. So you retain that vigilance. Now, and you, had you not done the work that you had have done right. and, and probably and continue to continue do, continue to do, yeah. you might pass down that sense of vigilance that you felt as a child to your yeah. your, your babies. Oh, yeah. And we, but this is you don't the, know about this it. This is one of the beautiful things about it is that essentially... All mental health, all emotional health, all understanding, all enlightenment, it, it, it all is generational. It's all, mm-hmm. we, we have such an amazing opportunity to break every chain of abuse, to break every mm-hmm. chain of trauma, to break every chain of shame yeah. and fear mm-hmm. and, and insecurity mm-hmm. and, and, and ignorance and lack of understanding and all of it, mm-hmm. every single bit of it. We can do it. Mm-hmm. For a long time, 
I don't think that people actually felt that was really possible. Mm -hmm. I think so much of what we see in the world is really examples of people being kind of apathetic about their ability to change their lives. Because for so long, I mean, we didn't live in a world that had that much understanding. Like, you know, we're... Until like the 1400s, most of the world didn't even know that the rest of the, the world, world even fucking existed. <laughs> yeah. And until 20 years ago, we still were all communicating on a pretty rudiment, not rudimentary, but like, uh, let's say non-instantaneous level. Yeah, yeah. So in the last 20 years of human history, it's the first time that we've A, all known we all exist, and B, can all communicate with each other. Instantaneously. Instantaneously. Yeah. But that's amazing because now i think because now it's really going to hold all of these ideas and paradigms and miscalculations i think and Mm -hmm. uh uh gonna hold them all accountable yeah we now have the ability people that were living in this culture over here that thought this is well there's clearly only this god and this way Mm -hmm. or no god or this is how politics should work this is how Mm -hmm. uh uh, racial relations work this is how gender relations work Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're now confronted with an entire other country an entire other culture who's doing it entirely differently and by the way might also have a very huge impact on their economic growth depending on whether or not they're going to live up to certain sanctions and how they treat human beings and all that right like we have an incredible ability to go and not just break generational uh, 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 traumas and abuses and all that stuff yeah. within our own specific line. Uh-huh. But we as countries, we as societies have the ability to help other people break that even on uh, on broader, I think, societal levels. Yeah. we got to be very careful about that so that yeah. we're not judging people when we do it. Well, that's it. But that's the biggest problem. we got to get good at life because life is happening so fast. And there's yeah, so much. Yeah, it's all, it's like, yeah, Black Mirror kind of. Like, yeah, but like, but, can, but being can, good, we, we have to it. get good at compassion. You know, yes. we have to yes. really, and we have an opportunity that's unprecedented in human history to put ourselves in other people's shoes. 100%. And that's on 100%. us, and we can do that. Yes, we can. We are. We will. We are. We will. It's happening. Hell yeah. Yes, we did it. Okay. Oh my God. I could still talk to you for now. I know. For I kind of want to. Hours. There's so much more to talk about. I know. Well, look, I'm, I'll come back and do another please one. Please come back and yeah. do another one. Yeah. Just like next time you're in town, we'll like sit and talk more. It's my favorite thing to do. I mean, legitimately. I'm not even kidding. Like, but like I love just, talking. Just did you do uh, psychoanalytic therapy? Did you sit on the couch for four days I did, in a row? I did. I like, did no, you well, do so, full so I, like I did lie three on the weeks. couch? I did okay. three weeks at least, like, like a like a <laughs> sleepaway camp. I did. It was like well, it wasn't really camp. I was staying in this really quite lovely home in Connecticut, uh-huh. and had basically seven days a week. It was seven days a week of this of of whatever I chose to kind of make my schedule. Yeah. But I basically went there and I was like, I need to know who I am and I need to know how I ended up here because uh-huh. I don't know who yeah. I am and I don't like who I am. Seemingly, mm-hmm. I am completely bereft of whatever life I used to have in me. I don't really want to live anymore, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, mm-hmm. and I don't know where I'm going. Like I need, I needed answers, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was like, I want it all. Give me all the things I can get as much as I can get. And of that programming over those three weeks, I had a, it, it was um, a psychiatrist, dialectic behavioral therapist, um, uh, um, um, uh, wait, psychiatrist, psychotherapist, dialectic behavioral therapist, art therapist, um, meditation therapist, wow. life coach, uh, nutritionist, uh, trainer of the gym four days a week, Pilates twice a wow. week, and yoga twice a week. Wow. And that coupled with – that was all incredible, but I don't know that I would have had the same results – uh, had I not had one other, this this really incredible X factor, which was this woman 
who was essentially kind of a you you have these um uh companions uh house moms almost basically yeah. and they uh would help take care of various things within your day they would have like full day shifts and then they would change out every other day or whatever um and like drive you to all your appointments and stuff because you know people that are at this place are typically like at the bottom and and you can't really expect those people to like get up in the morning and like oh i'm gonna get some coffee and you know i'm gonna get everything yeah. ready to go and i'm gonna get in the car and i'm gonna make my way over to do the deal and yeah. and then cry your fucking eyes out for an hour and then get back in the car to go do the next deal or whatever yeah so really you know beautiful part of this whole thing but this woman happened to be like a complete godsend wow. like she I really believe, and, and, and God, I believe, has done this throughout my life. He continues, mm. he, she, it, whatever. But again, as I've, yeah. he continues to bring, um, and I, I'm sure you've probably experienced this too, but people into my life mm. in these moments that are very specifically trying to, uh, not, not trying to, he, God is specifically using them to try and, uh, 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 heal an area to help in an area and one of the biggest reasons i ended up there was because of my incredibly uh unhealthy relationship with my mom that and again my mom who didn't know you know and i and i thought i hadn't for, i had forgiven her i hadn't i hadn't mm. until i went to this therapy and re mm. and i started seeing her as a little five-year-old girl yeah. who was being abused herself and i was like yeah. oh my gosh this is this is why my mom was abusive and she didn't yeah. know she didn't know but through that this woman yeah uh she was like a surrogate mom she loved me mm. in ways as a total stranger, like this woman loved yeah. me, loves me still. I just called her the other night. I was driving home. I was I was I was in Austin. I was driving from the city back to my my house, and um, and I was like, and somebody had asked me recently, like, have you talked to her? And I was like, you know what? No, I haven't. So I just gave her a call, mm. and or I I think I texted her, and I was like, because I was like a little late, and I was like, oh, yeah. she's in <laughs> she's in Connecticut. I was like, hey, yup, and uh, and she calls me, and we just had such a great talk and i i i i just couldn't even stop crying not mm. crying sad crying tears of joy which is probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened in my life i have gone from i have gone from being in a place in my life where the majority of my tears were sadness mm. and uh uh desperation mm -hmm. and now the vast majority of the tears that I and and by, and by the way, there are many of these tears yeah. are joy, yeah. are gratitude, are feeling completely overwhelmed with the fact that I even get to live the life that Ugh, I get to live. I like know. it just, it just takes me over. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I can't, I can't because I don't believe any of us deserves this. I don't believe any of us deserves. Like I didn't deserve to have this casing of a body and mind and heart and life and journey and all of the things. I I certainly believe that we are always to hopefully be the best stewards of this in existence that we've been given. Mm -hmm. But holy crap, like of all of the of all of the lives that I could have been born into, I got to be born into this one and I, and with all of the, all of the bullshit and all of the things and still what a beautiful life that Ugh, it is. Oh my gosh, it's so moving. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm really I glad I got you. to be here tonight. I, I love you. I can't and believe I how long it's been. Mom. I love your the your surrogate mom. Yeah. I love your real mom. Yeah. I love, you know, like 
Man, she sounds like an amazing woman. She, Kate Reichardt, yeah. She, she's yeah. she's just, she's just, she was just, a, and yeah, she's just a le- mom, you know, had three and this kids. Is the, and, I, and we're ending. This is the end. But I'm going <laughs> to just say this one last thing. Like, for those of you in the world, and look, I didn't have such a great uh, time with my mom, um, but we can be remothered. We can find mothers and we can be mothers ourselves and we can, we can, there's, there is such a thing. There's the archetype of the mother and we can find mothers in our lives. We can find, if we can receive a mother. Well, you have to be able to receive love. Yes. And it's very difficult to receive love if you don't don't. believe you deserve love and you don't believe you deserve love if you haven't understood that you are entirely lovable. Yeah. And that you are entirely worthy of that love, and that has nothing to do with anyone, mm-hmm. as ev- as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that you are born you with are, that. You are born yeah. with that. You mm-hmm. are born with that infinite, infinitely valuable, entirely unimportant. But you are infinitely valuable. Mm-hmm. You are bo- God is the love in and through you and all of us, and we should mirror that love. You know, like what is it? Um, uh, in in uh, in yoga, the um, namaste, namaste, but which means the, the light, light in me sees the light sees the light in you. Yeah, I mean that's real. Mm-hmm. We that I we need to be doing that on all the time, not just when we end our yoga practice, yeah, right? Yeah. Like every person that we should see, whether we say namaste to them or not, yeah, we should hopefully hold that in our hearts of like. Mm-hmm. I see that you. It might be a despicable person. My a person, love loves the love in you. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. The very thing that gives me the worth in me, the love and the light and the life that is in me, recognizes that in you, whether you are acting well right. or not. Right. And if we can do that again, you know, self love. It's got to start here. You mm-hmm. got to accept that. You got to love yourself. Mm-hmm. It is so great. It's the most life changing thing. Mm-hmm. If we can do that, then we can all genuinely love each other. And if we can do that, this world is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be so yeah. fucking awesome. I, I, I get so pumped about it. I used to be a pessimist. I'm far more pessimistic person before therapy. Mm-hmm. And shocker, after therapy, I'm like, guys, we're so fucking ready. <laughs> it's there. It's so there. We do yeah, it. but we got to so do it with love. Infectious. We got to do it with love. There, we 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 cannot hate our way to a better future we can only love our way there yeah. we can only do that that's it that's where we're ending that's it guys peace. oh my god peace thank, thank you so you. much for thank having you, me thank you that's our show thanks for listening follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at i am Kat foster and reach out to us using the hashtag acting real pod for links and recommendations from this week's episode visit actingrealpodcast.com. episodes go up on mondays subscribe to the show and rate and review us. It would mean so, so much to us if you did. This podcast is produced by Hanami Sutton and Chris Mako with technical assistance by David O'Hara and music by Sean Hokanson. We love you guys. We really, really do. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hold up. 